on behalf of Football Talk, we'd like to send our thoughts and prayers to the people of Nigeria, Congo, Zimbabwe, and all other countries that are being affected by a violation of human rights. Guys, welcome back to Football Talk. I'm back here with Gaz. I'm back here with Simba. And yeah, we're also back with the Champions League. First round of games have been played. Um, yeah, I can't wait to hear what the boys think about that. Can't also wait to hear what the boys think about the potential European Super League that's coming. And yeah, it's been causing a lot of controversy. And yeah, we just can't wait to see what pans out. They seem to have, they seem to going to make a decision at the end of the month. Simba, what do you think about all this? Um, yeah, I think yeah, we've got some interesting topics today. I think the Super League one is going to be a very interesting one, considering the many factors as to why teams want to want to pursue this. And yeah, I, I think uh, when I get down and dirty, I don't know about guys. Yeah, let's just get down and dirty, bro. All right, all right. So first of all, we're going to do the football recap from last week's Premier League results. Because um, um, Tottenham Hotspur versus West Ham, Spurs Stamble, as we, as I call it. Spurs three <laughs> 3-0. <laughs> Spurs leading 3-0 at halftime. Um, with 10 minutes to go in the second half, they let it slip and they end up 3-3. Chelsea, um, almost the same thing, 3-2, um, 93rd minute. And of course, they had to concede with a set piece, 3-3. Arsenal continued their bad away form versus the top six, as it's now five years since they last won against the top six side, and they lose one not to Man City. Man United um, have bounced back from their thumping, and they dismantle Newcastle for one. And of course, the, the main one today, the Merseyside Madness, 2-2, um, some controversial stuff. Tawanda, what do you think about the, the Pickford incident with Van Dyke? Yo, yo, where do I even start? How was Pickford still on the pitch? That's the <laughs> of all things, right? It's like I think that's one of the things where I have to be like, okay, what was going on? How did Pickford stay on the pitch? Because it was shocking. You'd see VAR, right? And you're thinking, okay, this is definitely because of the challenge on Pickford. And then you hear that they're checking if Van Dyke is offside. You know, you think like, yeah, I think that's cruelty to a certain extent. Ah. Uh, I know that Merseyside derbies are often nitty-gritty and they're deep. Yeah, sure. But then you have to protect the player to a certain extent. Like, I mean, Pickford threw caution to the wind and now Van Dijk is out for, what, eight months? And Pickford is off scot-free. Like, how was that meant to happen? And, ah, I don't know. Gaz, 
I just think that Pickford is just meant to get a red card out the game. You can't you can't make that type of tackle just just be the usual standard without punishment. Players are just going to start doing it just even if it's offside. Just creates a bad mentality in the Premier League. Of course. Nah, I agree with that. Of course. I agree with that wholeheartedly. How can Martial get a red card? For slapping Lamela, and Pickford doesn't get a red for that. It's, I don't know. We know the we know the one. We know everyone knows. Mm. Yeah, it's the agenda, the agenda. But yeah, um, I found it very interesting. Um, it was pretty weird, but it is. Uh, yeah, the, that's the Premier League. Um, Aston Villa continued their great form. Again, they're still letting the good times roll. And of course, now we get into the something that was swept under the rug, the Aguero incident, where I think it was an offside call, and Aguero went to the official, who happened to be a woman, and he well, didn't necessarily grab her, but he sort of gave her like a, put an arm around her. And I don't know, some people felt some type of way. I, I, for me personally, I was just like, hmm, that was interesting. I, I didn't really make much of it until I went on social media. But guys, what do you think about that? Do you think you would have done the same thing if I was a man? Of course he would. I think people are just too sensitive these days. If that was a guy with seen so many times where like a player just touches the ref's shoulder to talk to him and nothing is made out of it but it's this is a, a female riff and it's just blown up maybe Aguero needs to have like a certain amount of thinking to think that's not okay but just the whole incident I think it was just blown out of proportion mm, yeah yeah Tondo what do you think do you think um, like I said it was blown out of proportion or you've got a, another side to it you know the only thing that was missing from that whole situation Like, literally, the only thing that was missing from that situation was just a rose between Aguero's teeth. I'm joking, guys. Um, <laughs> before I even go there. <laughs> now, oh on a live note, on a live note, I just feel, yeah. Um, after watching the video, like, you know, I, I, was, I, was in, I was in the Bora group with everyone, and everyone was just like, oh, did you see the way Aguero romanced the Lions woman? I'm just like, wait, what? Like, the way it got put out and then after I saw it I, I kind of understand why people would end up saying that like Aguero was a bit I don't know how to put it I wouldn't say like romantic but I think he was just like being having a lighter touch in general because if that was a guy I think the touch would have been slightly more aggressive because yeah because that's the mentality but he was just trying to do anything that he was just trying to like relay his frustrations in a way that wasn't going to get him a red or charged for misconduct so yeah um we can brush over it but it's definitely something that like if i was pip i would just tell aguero to be careful in general makes sense makes sense i think it's a, it's a city thing you know there's that bernardo scandal with with mendy the blackface thing now there's a aguero thing I don't know, I think it's just Manchester. 
I don't know, maybe it's just me. Because it's always, it's always Manchester. I mean, Mamba Saka's thing as well. We'll talk about that in the UCL segment. But yeah, it's, it's mad. It's mad. But yeah, I think we'll take a quick break here. And when you come back, we'll talk about the Super League and the pros and the cons about it and what it means for the other club competitions. All right, um, we're back for our second segment. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that has been trending for this week and it's the European Super League. Before we even get into it, just that title, European Super League. Tanda, what do you think about it? Just by hearing European Super League. Um, it's, yeah, on, on the surface, massive. Um, the fact that people have always... It's something that you can't tell me that you've gone through football and not wondered what would happen if Madrid... Um, Barca, PSG, Bayern, if they all played in one league. We, we've had that question multiple times, like going through our heads and creating that opportunity is something that someone would at least listen to. Like everyone would listen to this and be like, okay, uh, let's sit up and take note and see what, what the actual plan is, just, just from the topic. Okay. You sound like you're already going pro Super League, but okay, we'll leave that for the discussion later on. Um, Jazz, what do you think about that? Sort of like our wildest dreams. I just remember just setting up FIFA tournaments. One person has Bayern, next person has Liverpool. It's a fun idea. It's a cool idea. Alright, alright. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, something that has been proposed by, well, which has been in the talks for quite some time now. Um, the Super League involves, as you guys um, said, the best teams in the world. From this article I'm reading from, it says um, clubs from England, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, the top five leagues, top four leagues, top five, will be the founding members of it. Um, yeah, that's that's just about it. And for me, I see it as I don't know, as a champ UCL football on a more regular basis. That's how I see it. I don't know how about you guys. What do you think about that? Do you see it as more of that element, or is like something completely different, guys? Personally, personally, what I think is that these American owners just need to get out of football, guys. They're just trying to Americanize the sport. Because I was just reading, it's, they want to move into a franchise model. Like having a salary cap and no relegation, no promotion. That's not football. It essentially just takes away the joy of football, the life or death element of football. Just imagining watching your team if there's no consequences kind of boring I don't know about you guys I do agree 100% agree especially with like that's why I really don't like when it's American people nothing against but when they come into football when they have no knowledge of how the game works and all that I mean you look at Arsenal when they have the, the problems where the owner can't really he doesn't really know what's going on in the club because he's focused on his NF, NFL club so Tawanda what do you think about that? Do you think that um, it's a bad idea that 
these guys are coming in and financing this thing because one thing i did read about and this is the question i'm going to ask you do you think that it's fair to start a super league when there are clubs in the efl that are struggling to stay afloat because of the pandemic all right all right listen like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna repeat something that i said in the first part the idea in itself is brilliant right the idea in itself is like a brilliant idea but the way that they're going about it is horrendous that i will accept is horrendous because like um like you guys i think i've also uh done ample research on how exactly they're trying to implement this and yeah they try to sugarcoat the parachute payments that are going that are going to be more than what lower league teams are already receiving right that's that's the agenda the agenda is going to be the fact that uh championship teams league one teams league two teams are already going to be receiving more than what they're getting right now but what they didn't then cover is the fact that they're also taking away their sources of revenue like the same way that um the new pay-per-view model has just been tried where a game a solitary game is 15 euros now tell me like let's not even go to the premier league yet let's go to um crystal palace for example how what are the odds that like someone is going to pay 15 euros to watch or 15 euros or 15 pounds rather uh to to watch crystal palace play against west bromwich albion it's yeah it's i don't know the way they're going about it has been completely horrible they tried to also say that they will upgrade the women's league which has been receiving not a lot of money in the first place it's, yeah um to bring back a quote one of my friends was actually saying it's just like the rich get richer i think that's that's the main plan what gaz has also been saying is that these american owners are just trying to colonize the game yeah they're trying to colonize the game and that's something that chiefs shouldn't accept and yeah it's it's a good idea but the way that they're going about it is horrendous in my opinion interesting interesting i honestly think that it's money driven that's that's all i'm saying i think it's just the money and the only people who are going to benefit from this are the big clubs um personally but just to lead on to what you guys are saying is that what then happens now if suppose that they do go on and create this this super league what then goes on to happen to the established competition like the champions league the europa league tanda i would start you off with this one right then um okay so what's basically going to happen is that we're going to be seeing the same teams going into this super league because the main thing is that you can't get relegated so i'm looking at united and liverpool um those are the main uh guys who are pushing that agenda right like as soon as this league starts it's going to take a long time to to have the league as a normal occurrence or for them to upgrade and then that's the backup that they're going to use to make sure that there are no relegations nothing it's just going to be oh mad by and finish last people they were good then it's just going to start again next season right and 
Yeah, that means teams like... Oh, yes, another crazy thing is that you just talked about uh, Champions League and Europa League. This European League, once it's, esta- once it's established, the Champions League is actually scrapped. So, yeah, uh, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a good idea, but then the way that they're going about it is a mess. That's nah, a non-starter. It should not happen. I'm opposed to this completely. It's just a way for them to just shore up their money. This COVID experience has shown them that these small clubs were the ones who were bringing all the money in. People in Africa are just watching the big six clubs. So there's no incentive to watch like a Burnley. So let's just create our own league and watch Barcelona versus uh, Real Madrid or Manu versus Bayern every single week. That's And you can have a higher TV rating. That's all it is. It's all about the money and that's just wrong. That's true. That's actually very true. Like, it's just, I think football nowadays, it's just, it's just all about the money as T.I. and Young Park sang. It's really all about the money. And it's, <laughs> it's a sad thing because it takes away what the game is about. Like, what happens to these small clubs? Like, what guys are saying? Like, Imagine if if this thing was formed, clubs like Atalanta, Leipzig, last season, they wouldn't have done what they did because, oh, lo and behold, they're not up there, they're not the top clubs. So, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm with guys, I I don't agree with this. I do not want it. I love my, my UCL. I love watching my team play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I don't like this thing where, and it also brings in something like, you get excited to watch Champions League games because you've been waiting for so long. Now, when you're waiting, when you know that, oh, flip, Barcelona and Bayern are going to be playing this week every single time, it's like, it gets repetitive. So it's like, it's not as fun as as it is when you're watching UCL. So I don't know. I, I'm against it, 100%. I don't want it. Wait, can I just, can I just ask something? Like, you said... You said you agree with Gaz. Like I also agree with Gaz. So so why are you icing me out? Like why 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 am I like out of the group? Nah, it sounds like you're on the <laughs> fence, bro. Because <laughs> I feel like you ice me out. <laughs> nah, you sound like you're on the fence. I was like, oh maybe he's on the other side. He's batting for the team without the team. So I was like, okay. No, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just said the idea is good, but yeah, the way that it's money driven. They should scrap it. I feel, I feel. No, well, yeah, so we're on the same page. So on the same page. Yeah, but... Good thing we cleared that up because if we didn't, right, I was about to go into like a 50 minute tirade saying, ah, Diggy doesn't like me. So, nah, but it's cold. We, we got this handled. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, um, just to finish off on this one, with all this being said, what then happens? Because I think when I read the article, it wasn't really necessarily UA for driving this, but more FIFA having the, the thought of it. So what then happens to FIFA and UEFA? Because they already, they don't, they're not on good terms with each other. What then happens now? And all the other associations. Guys, what do you think? Well, Dickie, I just think that the power just shifts. As much as FIFA is the head governing body of football, the power just shifts onto the UCLA, so it doesn't really matter what doesn't matter what uh, FIFA says. But what's important is club football. 
100%. Tanda? Um, yeah, I think I think FIFA is going to override this. You're going to see Austin Wenger on the mic going to come and say, hey, listen, you UEFA guys, like, you're useless. Um, and all of a sudden, Giroud is going to be his assistant. Okay, okay, let me stop the <laughs> But like... <laughs> but yeah, I, I see FIFA over, right? Um, like you said, they have a sour relationship with UEFA already, so uh, I think FIFA is just going to take over. Uh, facts, facts, all right. So, that all being said, so I think it's a three, no... W for all of us, we all don't agree with it. The idea is good, but we want to stick with what we have at the moment. So we're going to take another quick break and we're going to come back with the last segment, another recap of the UCL week. All right, and yes, we're back for our last segment. And this is the UCL, which was played this week as it made its return 59 days after we last witnessed it with Bayern Munich um, winning the trophy. This week had some interesting games. Um, we're just going to run through them. And to start off with, um, the biggest shock, I think, would be Real Madrid versus Shakhtar Donetsk, losing 3-2 at home. Shakhtar Donetsk missing, I think it's about 13 players, which is quite shocking and a remarkable and quite embarrassing for Real Madrid. Um, then we go into um, the other games, the other sh- um, games that were played. Lazio versus Dortmund. Lazio coming away as 3-1 winners. Barcelona winning con- comfortably by five balls to one. Um, Chelsea versus Sevilla, it's stalemate. And then the big one, and I think people are going to want to hear about this one, is Paris Saint-Germain versus Manchester United, PSG one. Manchester United 2, Mbappe and Neymar no show, no more parties in Paris. Um, what do you guys think about that one, Gaz? What are your thoughts? I'm just happy Man United just showed uh, PSG that they are in a farmer's league. <laughs> oh, I think... I'm also happy that Rashford is now playing well. Yeah, Even true. though... Chelsea game because a lot of work has been done off the pitch but on the pitch hasn't been really doing well and I think this this can be a place for him to just gain some momentum yeah, for days for days Bads me and you were on a live stream the last couple of weeks and we were both saying that Oli is going to get scored by Tuko and his French models unfortunately we both have to take calls, yeah? What are your thoughts? Hey, dude, why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> I found people had forgotten. Like, people have actually forgotten. They now, now people are going to be slandering me on Twitter and stuff, dude. We had to bring it back. We had to bring it back. <laughs> I mean, we have to take our L's and our W's. We have to let them know our L's, so... <laughs> nah, it's fair. I'll hold, I'll hold my hands up and say that is... Um, okay, for me, I'll say it's a shock. Um... But then again, it was basically the same cost. Rashford coming in clutch again. Yeah, I think PSG need to have the things sorted out because now it looked like a group of death for United. But now it can easily turn into a group of death for PSG because um, Leipzig uh, is also there. So, yeah, 
if you're going to be slacking against United, you have to be you're going you're, you're going to know your level type of thing. So yeah, I think kudos to United. Like I said, Rashford scored a brilliant goal. I don't know if you guys saw the goal, but that was that was brilliant. Like he had no space for the shot, he had no right to take a shot, and he still put it away. A few questions over the VAR thing. I mean, it was encroachment, but when was the last time VAR was checked for encroachment? But we move. Good win for United. Yeah, speaking about the uh, Diavanti, yeah, then asked that Bruno having his penalty saved, then getting another chance because of VAR. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where have we seen the story before? VAR. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, right, like, it is correct. It was encroachment. Like, it, no questions asked. Like, Kayla was a, was a bit off his line. But I... Fam. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. They had a right to retake it. He was clearly off his line. If it was our team or any other team, would have just said, retake it. And at this stage, Navis has to know, just stay on your line. It's his own fault. He's the only one to blame. Yeah, fears, fears, 100%. Yeah, I think that's the thing of VR, yeah, man. Like, it's either you love it or hate it. It's just one of those things. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll take our hours. Um, good win for Man United. Good momentum coming into this weekend's game. Then the... The winners, the current champions right now, Bayern Munich versus Atletico Madrid. They dismantled Atletico Madrid. Um, do you guys think they're going to retain the title? Tanda. Well, they're on course. They beat the biggest bullies in football, as Thomas Muller <laughs> put it when he got his yellow card. Um, yeah, they beat the biggest bullies in European football crush them rather 4-0 and yeah I think that's a statement you can't miss with Bayern you can't doubt them and they started they started the same way they finished with a co-man goal so (laughs) yeah I think they are very very capable of retaining that title I don't see anyone in their radar Mm, guys any uh, any objections well, it's looking like they're about to retain it. But this is the Champions League. We all know how this league how this league works. We love it for it. Anything can happen as usual. We thought Liverpool was gonna retain it, then they just got booted out. Anything can happen. Uh, true, true say, true say. Yeah. No, but I, I hope they lose though. Okay. I hope <laughs> they lose. Thanks. Thanks. Same. I'm also tired of buying winning. Now I'm, put, I'm putting CFC there. We're going all the way. We're going all the way. Let me just say this now. Like I am in no way affiliated with Simba Diganifua <laughs> and his statements. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> if we go all the way, I'm going to come back to this part and I'm going to say it. I will say it. <laughs> Ah, you can say it, and you can say it all you like, and I don't. Ah, Jack, I don't. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think yeah, it's it's really Bayern's title. Um, other results: Man City winning three-one. Uh, Atlanta. I don't know how to say. 
the other team's name. I'll just Atlanta won four now. And Ajax versus Liverpool. Liverpool win one now without Virgil van Dijk. Um, so those are the UCL games. Pretty interesting week. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'll direct this one to Tawanda. What is your biggest favorite moment of the week? Favorite moment of the week for me? Um, damn. I would have to say, this might sound silly, but yeah, Luke De Jong being subbed in the Chelsea Sevilla game. Why? <laughs> because he's always scoring late goals. That's why. <laughs> oh my God. So I was so scared. Like, I actually breathed a sigh of relief when. I saw Luke De Jong getting subbed on for an issue. Like, yeah, uh, for viewers, he, he, I'm a big Sevilla fan as well. So watching Chelsea Sevilla, I, uh, my links are obviously with Chelsea, but like I knew Sevilla in and out. So yeah, it was just a tough game to watch in general. So like when Luke De Jong got subbed, like I was happy. I was, yeah, I was over the moon. You're on fraud watch. I told you, you're on fraud watch. <laughs> for days, for days, for days. How can you be supporting both? Pick one, bro. Out of court. You're on fraud watch. (laughs) Ah, you know what? It's cold. It's fine. Oh my word, guys! What did you love? What did you like the most this week? What I liked the most was Kingsley Coleman once again crushing his haters with another brilliant performance. That was my favorite moment. A goal and an assist. Two goals. Two goals and an assist. Just a brilliant my player of the week. Okay, okay. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And for me, my my favorite moment. Um I would say the the build up to the PSG and the Man United game, the memes that are coming out and the controversy. I think you guys would know that, yeah. Um, and his his personal problems, the the woman, the the baby mamas, whatever. I think that was like the best moment. Then afterwards, when they won, like all the memes were coming out, like what he was emptying out of his pocket, the keys, the wallet, Mbappe, and all that it was just yeah, it was just all that. <laughs> guys, can we just discuss one Basaka, guys? Every single time he has a good game, it's like Trent come outside. Facts, <laughs> bro. Fact. I don't know the hype. Facts. You know what? Uh, like, I think, especially now, right? Especially like the hype he's carrying now, it's all off the pitch, fam. It's like, listen, I, I do it all. I score goals. I bag side goals. I bag main goals. Like, it's it's just you know, it's he's all over the place. <laughs> What uh, I've also realized is man new players play better when their personal lives are in are in ruin on. What's up with that on? <laughs> it's a tradition though. I mean they've got a history of it. Giggs, Beckham, all these guys. They're like the uh, those are the guys that set the standard. Like can't be a man united player without having controversy man. It's like it just can't happen. It just can't happen. I mean never in the starting lineup has controversy. So I just found that really funny and the fact that the uh, like what guys the train come out like whenever they say it, that always like makes me laugh because like wow these guys 
So yeah, that was my favorite, my favorite moment of the week. And what would be um, the the worst moment of the week? The moment where you're just like, yeah, okay. Um, guess what? What are you saying? I think it's obviously as a Madrid fan, Madrid going three 0 down and losing their first match in the Champions League. That's unacceptable of a club like Madrid caliber. That should not be happening. We need E Hazard back in the game soon enough. Ramos in there. Just this is just a new Madrid, please. I'm begging. I fear, fear. No, no Ronaldo FC. It's okay. Calm. Tanda, what are you saying? Nah, I don't even lie to you. My biggest ah moment was Bayern winning again. And ah, ah. Why are you hating, though? <laughs> Why are you hating? Oh, like, I don't know. I think I've just, like, fully immersed myself into the German culture where we just do not like seeing Bayern win. Like, ah. It's, it's annoying. Like, it actually, like, my skin crawls when you hear Bayern winning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dude, it's, it's not science fault. Have you seen Dortmund <laughs> losing, bruh? Joke of Ooh, a club. Yeah. Like, nah, that's hey. that's not that's not my ah moment. My ah moment is uh, Dortmund losing three one to Lazio. That was disappointing. That, you, nah, that that shouldn't be happening. But just sleeping on Lazio though. That man are good. Dude, they've got Andreas Pereira. I don't want to hear people saying that. People. I don't want to hear anyone saying that. Nah, fam. Nah, we're not. We're not having it. We're not. Oh, we're yes. not. No. Um, so okay, so Diki, they're good. So you're you're going to honestly agree that now nah, we got slashed by Andreas Pereira. It's calm. Nah, you know what? I always say that like, um, Fabre is a fraud. He's a fraud. <laughs> uh, I've been saying it since two seasons ago, and I'll continue saying he's a fraud. So, whenever you win, good, great, but you're still a fraud. That's it. <laughs> Get someone else in. Period. <laughs> I see. I see. But yeah, like, ah, dude, okay, yeah. That's thank you, guys. That's actually my most ah moment. Lazio beating Dortmund three-one, disciplining and all that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think uh, for me, I'll probably go with Gaz. I'll say uh, Madrid losing 3-2 to Shakhtar Donetsk. I mean, when I saw that they were missing, as it 10 players, 13 players, I'm not sure. I was just like, wow, and you're beating Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabeu. I was like, yeah, that's that's crazy. So that will be... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I found, I found, my, I found my actual, my bigger moment. Better than Luke De Jong getting subbed. Yeah, I just go. realized I can't end on that note. I, I, I can't end like that. The biggest, the biggest uh, good note for me was seeing fans in the Russian and Ukraine stadiums. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a good point. I mean, they're doing that for a lot of these clubs. Even Dortmund. I think Dortmund are also doing that in the Bundesliga. Yeah, it's it's encouraging seeing fans getting back into the stadium, you know. It's yeah, shows progress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it does show progress. I think it'll be a long way until we can actually see fans to full capacity. But yeah, it does it does show show progress. So yeah, just to wrap it up, who was the player of the week then? The UCL player of the week, founder. My UCL player of the week. 
goes to Marcos Antonio. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, what do you think? Marcos Antonio ran the Shakhtar Donetsk midfield. He, he showed Casemiro and Modric how to play football. Look, I don't even know what that is, bro. <laughs> bro, y'all, y'all are sleeping on the boy. What? Listen to his name. He's probably going to be a Madrid player in the next two seasons. Okay, that's a stretch. But, like, yeah, he's he's a wonder kid. I feel, I guess probably Kingsley Coleman. <laughs> uh, Kingsley Coleman and Lukaku. Special oh. message. Special two goals. Saves his team once again. Showing his quality. Fuck the haters. All that. Now, right, calm, calm, calm. I think, yeah, <laughs> the Coco as well. Um, people, too many people sleep on Big Rom. I don't know why, but yeah, um, for me, yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with yeah, Kingsley Coleman. I think yeah, he was absolutely amazing. Played well, showed that, yeah, I'm st- I'm, I am quality. I deserve to start even with, with Sane Nabri, even though Sane is injured, but yeah, he had an amazing performance. Um, let us know who you guys play of the week was and with that being said we wrap it up here thank you for everyone who's listened um, we will see you guys next week and until then have a nice weekend and God bless